Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The Andy J Podcast. Podcast. Well, hello there and welcome to the second Andy J podcast of this week, if you're listening to it in real time. Yesterday we heard from the marvel that is Mr. Keith Lemon. Later this week we will have Angus Imray, star of The Crown and uh, Fleabag, and the brilliant Tamsin Outhwaite. That'll be on Friday this week. But right now, he's the boss of the dance troupe diversity. He's the judge of, well, so many different brilliant TV shows where celebrities and the public are moving their bodies. He is, of course, the incredible Ashley Banjo. The Andy J Podcast. The star of diversity, the nation's favourite street dancer. I'm delighted to welcome the legend that is Mr. Ashley Banjo. How are you doing, Ashley? Wow, loving the intro. I am good, my friend. How are you? Do you know what? Alive and kicking, mate, and just going for it on this Saturday afternoon in the sunshine. Oh, it's about time, isn't it? I know. How, how nice. I feel like the past few days, I just feel like re-energised with the weather. I'm like, oh, that, that's what summer's going to be like, hopefully. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we, we have it for a little bit longer than a few days. And it's probably going to be snubbing next week, knowing this country. <laughs> well, now you've said it. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Oh, I've jinxed the other time. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. You've done, well, do you know that the thing is, Ashley, when you speak, because we've become so in line with you presiding judgment over these incredible performers and so on. So when you speak now, your words carry weight. You've just said it's snowing next week. That's, you know, that's a headline, don't you? Right, I've got, I've got a bit of information for you. My words carry no weight, okay? <laughs> so don't even, they do not carry any weight. I'm a judge on a TV show, so I'm, I'm speaking into the atmosphere that it's going to be sunny. And the, and the world's going to prove you wrong. There you go. <laughs> that was a sensational backtrack, Ashley. <laughs> well done. Thanks. Thank you. Well Thank done. You. And not what I was expecting, by the way. But look, I hope you don't mind. There's a few things we've got to discuss. I know we're going to talk about eBay for change and the way that people are shopping and more they're being more socially conscious and aware, yep. which I'm excited to discuss with you. But but there are a few things that you're regularly loaned for in and out of the papers and so on. And if I don't ask you, my listeners are going to be like, come on, Andy, you had Ashley Banjo on. What's going on? So is that all right? <laughs> yeah. Now you mentioned you, you hit, just said. Hit you know, me. <laughs> well, you know what's coming. You just said your words carry no weight, but I would propose and hope that your actions and your behaviour does. And we of know I'm, I'm going to talk to you, of course, about that incredible Black Lives Matter performance, which has made the headlines for a myriad of reasons. Some of them ridiculous, some of them fantastic. Can we have a little chat about that? Because I personally thought it was incredible. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, I loved it, actually, um, but but the the fallout from it has been that you've seen the nation divided as a result, and it's it for me. I was heartbroken by some of the headlines and some of the nonsense and the abuse that you received for making yeah. a, a very important point and one that you have lived with. Yeah, no, no, me too. To be fair, because I've been in the public eye for a long time, um, and you know, you sort of you 
you're aware that not everybody will agree with everything you do. Not everybody will like everything you do or say or wear. Um, but it, you know, it sort of is a whole other extreme to have gen- genuine sort of like um, hate and abuse and negativity spewed at you because of what you think uh, or what you stand for. Um, and so it's uh, yeah, it was it was an, it was an experience, you know. One, uh, I still feel, you know, I still, you know, the conversations and the and the sort of like interactions on social media are still very much, um, very much happening, very much apparent, even sort of you know approaching a, a year on. So yeah, I don't think it's something that's gonna gonna go away. Uh, but also the positive response from it, you know, that the conversations that have been started, that the wave of like positive energy I've felt from, you know, people all over the country has been overwhelming. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let the negatives and the, and the naysayers um, get in the way of just the incredible positive response from people like yourself, which I'm forever grateful for, you know? Well, but the thing is, actually, you know, we shouldn't have to be positive. We should, we, we should just know that this is the way to behave and this is appropriate and right. And it just seems startling to me that people still need to understand that the penny needs to still drop, you know? I think that I think one of the I, I agree with you completely, and I think that what's interesting about the whole about the whole thing about the whole debate is that it was a very sort of rounded performance that spoke about a lot of the issues that occurred in 2020. You know, it was labelled as a um, a Black Lives Matter sort of like protest dance in brackets, mm. and what's really interesting about that is that even if it was it wouldn't it wouldn't change the principle but in reality the it was it wasn't that at all the, the dance was four and a half minutes long but a section of it was about that because it would be impossible for me as a you know as a mixed race person living in britain to not have felt the the, the affect the wave that was going through the world at that moment alongside everything that was happening with the pandemic the lockdown and NHS so we you know I crafted something that spoke a lot about my experience of 2020 and it was a shame that you know there was a there was a sort of portion of people that felt so offended that we brought that into our routine that they had to they had to complain you know it was a I thought I think that's a shame but you know it is what it is everybody's entitled to their opinion mm-hmm. Yes, that's. I mean, that's a very mature way of looking at it. What What I was pleased to see, Ashley, is that not only did the network ITV stand behind you immediately and, mm-hmm. and 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 sort of said all the right things, which I'm very very pleased by, and I'm sure they would welcome another performance of, of the same ilk. But you also had royal support, didn't you? Which I think has has been quite quite a fun byproduct. You had a, a phone call from oh. one of our favourite members of the royal family. <laughs> yeah, we um, we had a, we had a good chat, and it was a bit unexpected. We were just sitting in my garden and had a. Had a phone had a phone call um, from from Harry and Meghan, which was really nice. And we had, we had a long chat about what was happening and you know their experience. And I think I was um, less surprised maybe by some of the things that were sort of come to the surface in the Oprah interview because of because of our chat, to be honest. And um, yeah, it was um, it was something that I really welcomed. It was something that I needed a little bit at the time, you know. When people were, as pe- as and when people were showing me support, honestly, everybody. You didn't have to be royalty or whatever. It could be a text from a friend. It could be a call from you know, like I said, people in the royal family. It didn't matter at the time for me. It was just nice to know that in amongst all of the sort of you know the the Twitter sort of hate and backlash and ho- like horribleness, there was just you know just a lot of people who were just really on on my side and really giving me support, which was really, really welcome. 
Yeah, no, the light ultimately shines through, doesn't it? Uh, it can, I've got to ask, though, because it's a bit of a jokey thing, really, actually. When the phone rings and it's Harry and Meghan, now, how does that actually happen? Is it a withheld number? Is it someone putting you through to them? Are they like, hello, Mr. Banjo, I've got, you know, is that how it happens? Or it's just like, no. hi, it's, hi, it's Harry. Yeah, it's just no, no, call, no caller ID. So you get a pri- you get a private number, of course. You know, they're, they're not, they're, I haven't got them on WhatsApp, let's put it that way. <laughs> so your private number, and then, and then literally, but once you pass that and they say, Hi Ashley, it's um, Harry, and she goes, "Hi, see, it's Megan," and then we're just like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, hi guys," and and that's it. And then, I mean, they're just they're just people. We just <laughs> we just we just had a chat, and um, you know, we had a lot of common ground. So we were just we were just talking it through, and um, yeah, like I said, I'm really grateful. So I think a lot of people it's easy to put people on 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 pedestals and sort of change the way you think about them, but you know, they're just people, and they're really nice people at that. So um, yeah, it was great to chat. Did you know it was coming? I had some idea because right. I, I think that the day before, uh, no, two days before, um, someone had rung to ask for my details from like the, the royal office, so to speak. Um, and you know, we've I've worked with Harry on something before, like with his charities, uh, the Victus Games, and obviously we've done royal variety performances. So we've kind of been we've performed for and been around, um, you know, the royal family a few times. And so we didn't quite know what to expect, but you know, when that call came, it all made sense. Did you find yourself kind of coming up with some ideas together with them at the time? Were you like, hang on, this is an opportunity. Let's brainstorm a new show or something. No, do you know what? We, there, there, were, there were like very short discussions about, you know, when, when the time is right, it would be great to do some, some things. Um, but, you know, I will, keep, I will keep all under wraps. But don't, don't, never say never. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I love it. Make, make I love we'll work it. together in the future. Do you know, thank yeah. goodness you made the call. I mean, imagine if you'd been doing a routine or something and, you know, you'd, you'd miss it. I always think that. Imagine if, imagine if I was in the loo and I'd missed the call. <laughs> or worse, you were in the loo and you took the call. You know? <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? That'd be a story, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's a whole Sorry, new Sorry, guys, twist. Give, me, give me 30 seconds. You'd be literally on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amazing. brilliant. Amazing. Amazing. Um, actually, look, the other one that I think is important to address very briefly, and I know it's controversial, so I, I'm, I'm not trying to get a line out of you here. I'm just curious. We, we know that yeah. you have recently recently, well, supported in, in terms of, you, you've sent a couple of emojis to a post. John Barrowman, obviously, we've we've seen he's been in the papers, he's had some challenges, and of course the yeah. allegations of his behaviour on the set of Torchwood and so on, and he's recently apologised for it and, and said thank you for the support. You, I think, I'm not putting words in your mouth, because as I say, all, all, all I've seen is emojis, but I think you stand by him, is that right? Do you know what I stand by? I stand by... Um... I don't stand by cancel culture without knowing the details. And that goes for anybody. You know, um, I think that people are very quick to jump on a bandwagon of hearing certain words like allegations or um, inappropriate behavior. And they see a name next to those words in, in a headline or online and that's it. It's like, no, that's it. That person, no, I'm not supporting it anymore. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, you know, the, the, the speed of allegation, so to speak, is a lot faster than the speed of investigation. And that's my issue. I, it's, so I, I stand by anybody that, you know, is in the midst of something where it's being looked at. You know, and I think that everybody's welcome, obviously has to have an opinion on something. Um, so my opinion on John is that I know him. I've worked with him for years and years and years. Um, it doesn't mean that allegations can't be true. It just means that from what I've seen, it's seen that of character, what he's being accused of. Um, and when you actually look into um, 
essentially when you look into um, what he's being accused of and what you know the, the stories and things that are happening, as far as I can tell, it isn't it isn't sort of substantiated with like evidence, so to speak. It's a lot of there's a lot of finger pointing and a lot of stories happening. So I just what I stand by, like you know, like I've said, is just the idea that I, I want to know facts and I want to know what happened and I want I'd love to be able to read you know written statements and things that are clear of people who are accusing people of things that could, you know, potentially change their their life and the way people view their character. And I, I take that very seriously, especially as someone in, in the public eye. I um I think that we need to be much more responsible with how we cancel people, you know? Yes, yes, everyone's very, very quick to judge. And and I think your approach is very much this is the guy I know and and that's and that's the guy I've met and know and work with, rather than people hearing things online and making and making choices. Exactly, and I and I and I stand by John until I have proof not to. Do you know what I mean? Rather than go, I'm afraid to stand by somebody because everybody seems to be pointing fingers. I, I would say, no, listen, I will stand by somebody until I have undeniable proof that I don't have, that I shouldn't. Because then I won't stand by somebody because I know them. No way. If somebody's in the wrong, they're in the wrong. Um, but I just I, before I jump on the bandwagon. Of, do you know what, guys? I'm distancing myself from somebody. I'm like, well, no, no. Just, just tell me exactly why. Show me undeniable proof, and I'll, and I'll give you my opinion on it. Yeah, yes, it's a very level-headed approach, Ashley. It makes it makes a lot of sense. I keep, do you know what, Ashley? I keep struggling with the fact that you're still very young. I, I, because we've known you for so long, because you've been on our radar <laughs> for such a long time, and because you seem to have achieved so much in such a such a short space of time, and I realise all the effort that goes in behind the scenes, you know, you, you didn't just suddenly learn to dance overnight and put diversity together in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You spent years and years and years doing it. But nonetheless, because you've sort of been so prolific since 2009, I, I guess you're ageless in my head. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're not early. I wish. <laughs> well, you're early 30s. And I, and I kind of think, but but you've been around forever. How are you early 30s? Yeah. How are you not? I mean, you, I mean I'm, not, I'm not young and I'm 32 now, so I'm not like young anymore. But I suppose that, yeah, I, I do sometimes feel really lucky about, you know, for what I've achieved in life, what I've been lucky enough to do. It's sort of like almost already, I feel like I've done like a lifetime's work of work, do you know? So I, I'm still, I, I'm, very, I'm very lucky, but try to work hard for it. Well, good man. I mean, it's, I, I'm loving seeing you on our screen so much. It's brilliant. And of course, you've entered a new chapter in your life, uh, new in, in a degree, which is, of course, fatherhood, which is a massive uh, and, and life-changing, game-changing, everything-changing situation. You now have two kids. And this, I believe, has changed your outlook into a lot of things, including how we shop and so on. How are you getting on with being a, with being a dad? Oh, obviously loving it, but you're, you're 100% right it does change your view. It does change your outlook. It changes how you how you live your life slightly. You know, it changes like the lockdown. Being a dad, that's number one. Being in the middle of a global pandemic, number two. So in the past two years, I'd say that I have literally, I've literally transformed how I do things, and um, and that's why, like you know, when it comes to like using my platform, whether it be with the performance that we spoke about or things like eBay for change, I I always like to steer towards things that feel close to my heart, and I think that. With eBay for Change, what I love about it is that it's it's such a way that I can just a small way that I can do something that I feel is genuinely and positively affecting like the world that I leave behind for my kids. And I think that's one thing I really noticed now with a dad. Like I'm thinking, oh my god, like they're not always going to have me, and I don't, I, I don't just want to leave a mess for them. I want to try my best to um, 
to sort of make some positive impact on the world that they're going to live in. You know, I feel like my, my job as a dad extends beyond when I need to change their nappy. Do you know what I mean? So yes. I try, yeah, I just try and get involved in things that make some real positive change. You're so right. Your, your position on this planet is redefined by fatherhood. And, and Absolutely. It is incredible. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing. Now, let's talk about shopping with social purpose because you, you mentioned eBay for change. This is a, this is, well, well, explain it to me. You tell me because I, I think it sounds great, but I'd rather hear it from you. Yeah, so essentially, it's, I mean, it's, it's a really simple concept. It's, it's, a, it's a hub. It's a, a place where eBay have pulled together a starter of 50, you know, social enterprises, 50 small businesses, um, all of which have, you know, like a, essentially like a social conscience. So if you, um, if you buy with them and you shop with them, they will give back in some way to, you know, disadvantaged communities, sets of people, you know, just basically help to make positive change. Um, and so I, um, I think it's great that you can, you can just find all of these places in this hub um, and you can shop with them because at the end of the day, you know, we need everything quick and fast and convenient nowadays, don't we? You know, that's the internet's changed us. And so I think that that also goes to trying to make positive change. So the fact that there is a hub where you know where you spend your money and it goes towards something positive, you know, in the UK and abroad. I think that just knowing that it means you haven't got to worry about it. You're just you're in you you know you're in safe hands, and they, and then you're there. So once you will go through that sort of digital door, so to speak, it's like right, I'm really going to sort of not only get what I want out of this, which is you know the product, but I'm going to make some genuine positive change in the world. And that for me is like a win-win. So that's why I feel like um, yeah, just massively behind it. Yeah, I like this. This is sort of the bigger shopping equivalent of like the trainers that are made out of recycled ocean plastics and things like that, isn't it? This is this is sort of stepping back a bit and going, okay, I'm not just buying something that's in a sweatshop from a non-reusable uh, resource and so on. This is a, this is a whole looking at the economy in, in, in a whole, isn't it? Exactly. But sometimes, you know, you hear like, you know, because I think that, you know, bigger enterprises, big corporations should do more, you know, I really do. Um, but, you know, sometimes you hear those those broad, those broad statements of, you know, plastic from the ocean to make things, and you sort of, you almost can't relate, as you want to make those changes, but sometimes they feel overwhelming. Mm. Whereas what I love about eBay for change is that they're just, when I was reading some of the businesses, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, um, what's one off the top of my head? There's one called Stand for Socks, for example. Now, they're just socks. Um, they're like made from like bamboo somehow and they're engineered. And when you buy one, they've got a buy one gift one model. So when you buy one, they then donate a pair of socks to a homeless person who hasn't got shoes or socks. So I know to date they've sold like hundreds of thousands of pairs. And so you think to yourself, wow, you know, like just go and do my, my sock shop or buy socks for my kids or whatever. I know that there's somebody out there because I bought or had something on their feet in the cold and that makes me feel good. Yeah. No, I like this a lot. You know, just those small relatable changes. And you're not alone here, Ashley. I mean, since the pandemic, our nation's approach to shopping has completely changed, hasn't it? 81% of people are saying that they they think much more carefully now about what they buy and how they buy and when they buy. Absolutely. I mean, statistics, yeah, like you said, 81, 92% of parents say that since having kids, they think more consciously about how they spend. That's like nearly everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's definitely, you know, who are like these eight percent that aren't home. actually? We need to find yeah, these eight percent that aren't doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are they? Oh, it's good to be in the majority for once, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, happy days. Oh, good stuff. So, look, how can we find out more about this? Is it is it a simple case of just going to eBay, or is there a special site? Absolutely, it's a, it's a simple case of literally. If you just if you just literally search eBay for change, you'll find out all about it. And 
you know, you'll, you'll see that there's a massive range of products. And this is just the start. I think that there'll just be more and more businesses that become part of it. And, and yeah, just I think it's the start of a really, really um, important and interesting way. So just type in eBay for change and you'll find out everything you need to know. And you know what I love most about all this, Ashley, is of course the small people make a difference, but when the big organisations get involved, that's when you can see tangible change. I think that's really important. Listen, the big organisations have the power. We know this, so we need the more the more I see them stepping in and you know even making small changes. I I I, I, I applaud it. Brilliant, Ashley. It's been a real pleasure chatting. Thank you for being so candid and uh, and and answering the hard questions at the start as well. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no, you're welcome. No worries. Have a good one, man. I look forward to seeing what's next. You and Harry doing a dance-off. I mean, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> if you're enjoying the Andy J podcast, we'd love a review. In fact, if you're enjoying the show, why not tell your friends? Podcasts live and die on, well, often word of mouth, so please tell your friends. Like, subscribe, review, and share. Thank you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.